I never said I was a lesbian because I did not feel connected being a woman somehow. So somehow this word lesbian did not come to me. It, it, like I always say that I either I was gay or I said I was queer. But then there's another long process where I accepted myself as a transgender. Then Hi everyone, this is Bitupan here. Welcome to Mindful Talks, where I invite guests from various fields to talk about their knowledge and their experiences in health and wellness, spirituality, personal development, and various spaces. Today I am with Mr. Milind Datta, who is a proud trans man, a filmmaker, an activist, and a philanthropist from Assam, living in the United States from last 25 years. His story is different. He was biologically inbred as a female. He was born into a female body, but much later in his life, he realized that he was in the wrong gender. But in those days, he was not aware of anything. He was not even aware of the queer community. He was worried to come out in public, fearing the behavior of his parents and the society. He wanted to live free without being bound by the normative structure of the society. And so in 1994, he decided to move to the United States. He accepted himself for what he was and he moved on with his life. In 2010, his sister was diagnosed with breast cancer. This made him go back to his genealogy where most of his family members had cancer. Considering his family history, he decided to get a test done for himself. Doctors told him that due to an unknown gene in his body, his chances of getting breast cancer was very high. Doctors advised him to remove his breasts and ovaries to reduce the risk of cancer. This ultimately led him to his sex-based transition from a female to a male. Recently he has produced an asibis movie named Fireflies Jonaki Porwa which is a story of a trans woman standing against the tide to be herself. Tumalake kebol swali hai dukto likhiba. Noa dukto ne dekhai ke tiao. Oi maduri, kojua. Par protipor jie ge. Oi. Shor aur bachcha. Kamise double ya. Rami, Pinky aur Munni The actor of the film won Best Actor in Kashi's Mumbai International Queer Film Festival, and the film has been showcased in multiple film festivals nationally and internationally, like the Asian Film Festival Los Angeles, Indian Film Festival of Ireland, Twin Cities Film Festival, and many more. Letting us be one of the nine film festivals that your film is being showcased at, and we want to make sure everybody supports you. So thank you very much for bringing your film here. He has contributed a lot to the society. He's spreading awareness about the LGBTQ community to the general public in USA and India by being an active founder of various social groups. For his love for Northeast India, he also founded a grassroots organization named Anajori, through which he handles various projects to empower young leaders to make social changes. Anajori also arranges webinars which promote local heroes along with the promotion of entrepreneurship related to farming and environment education health animal welfare gender sexuality art and craft etc let's talk to him and find out what are the life challenges he has gone through what are the difficulties and how he faced all his difficulties and what are various social projects he is working on right now i'm excited to talk to him let's get started Sir, thank you so much for joining. I'm really glad mm-hmm. to have you on my talk show. How are you doing, sir? I'm honored. I'm doing great. I'm okay, doing thank, great. thank you so much, sir. Uh, I can really understand the difficulties that you must have gone through uh, because of the society and the place you lived. And what I know from your story is that your realization happened when you were doing your engineering in Surat. Then you moved to the US. So. I want to know when you when you decided to go to the US. 
because of uh, in search of freedom what difference did you find in the us compared to the indian society and did you really get the freedom that you really needed by moving to the us um i think i was very young that time so uh freedom yes it gave me quite a lot of freedom i was uh, away from everybody but i was quite at the same time i was quite indian you know my my mindset it's not mm. that i went out partying and going to bar and stuff like that i didn't any nothing like that uh, basically we uh, group of people who are in the it indian we stuck together right. maybe we become more indian than the indians living in india so no um, i but i got the freedom to be independent in a way of my thought process like who i am you know what i like rather than what expected of me by my family or the society you know so uh, a more introspect happened okay but still like from i went there in 94 and since 94 to almost till 2000 you know i was not out you know i had uh, you know partners but i was not out so after 2000 oh, what do you mean out i mean did you uh, are you talking about physically going out of your house or okay okay or out in the public telling about yourself okay no when you say in the lgbt community when you say out okay it means out of the closet okay okay i'm out as a queer person all right got it so when you say out out you have to be out to yourself that means okay. you accept yourself who you are mm-hmm. and then you will you know say that i'm a queer person mm-hmm. to say that i'm a queer person it takes somebody long time some people lifelong mm-hmm. you know because you have to accept that you are you know so called different from others you know so that's a long process specifically in those days mm. right so it took time yeah so you i also know that you know you finally your father has accepted you your parents have accepted you uh, but initially you were a little, little reluctant to come in front of your parents so i want to know initially when you told to your parents about you what was their initial reaction i know that later everything was fine but initially how did they react so, that information is not totally correct you know okay okay my parents never rejected I me mean, i never had a talk my parents i'm the youngest of four children okay. all right mm. uh, my father married you know later in life mm. so there's a huge age difference all okay. right mm. so i never said anything about my gender and sexuality to my parents mm. so there's nothing about acceptance or rejection because i never said anything mm. i'm just who i am right you know you know asmis community or indian community you know uh, there's a huge age gap and out of respect or whatever i never talk about gender and sexuality in front of my parents i did talk to my sibling but not to my parents mm-hmm. later on when i decided i actually did not my even my transgender my transition i delay, you know i uh, delayed it though i knew i did not accept myself so this whole coming out also different different stages i have to come out as a queer person you know i never said i was a lesbian because i did not feel connected being a woman somehow so somehow this word lesbian did not you know 
come to me. It, it, like I always say that I either I was gay or I said I was queer. But then there's another long process where I accepted myself as a transgender, then, um, then to come out again. So mm. in that process, I knew that I would look different. You mm. know, I was hoping that I would look like Tom Selleck. I thought that I'll have mustache and all that. So I thought that my mom will faint. <laughs> so I had to come and give her, had a talk. So that is the moment I finally talked to my parents. Mm. Right. Uh, my mom is, you know, housewife. She didn't have much idea about what I was talking about and all that. Mm. So my mom didn't necessarily know, but I, uh, my father did. And he never said, you know, he totally accepted me from the day one. Mm. You know? That's really nice, actually. But uh, you know that acceptance is not there everywhere in all of yeah. the communities. Sir, what exactly the, do you think is the problem? Why are people not really ready to accept it? Because uh, uh, let's say, for example, the, if somebody is a blind, let's say from birth, it's not in his hand. Uh, I mean, he cannot do anything. He's blind from birth, right? So we don't uh, say that I don't, I don't accept him as a blind person or something. He is like that. We can't do anything. It's not in our hands. But in, in terms of uh, sexual orientation, why people are not still ready to accept uh, if somebody is different? Um, I, you know, again, if you go back and look at Ramayana and Mahabharata and all that, mm. you'll see that it exists there. And I know. Yes. All right. So, but we were uh, ruled by Mughals and by, you know, Christianity, right? Which is more of oppressing culture in my point of view. So, and it has removed, all this stuff was removed or suppressed, right? Um, uh, British made the rules, section 377, right? Criminalizing homosexuality. Um, so Hinduism, I think always accepted different. That is my, what I learned and I read from books or articles. Um, and to be honest, in Assam, when I came, came out to my family or my relatives, and when I said that, okay, I'm queer or I'm gay, they meant like, hmm, they stopped for a minute or so. And after that, they continued their conversation. So I cannot say that in my family, I face any discrimination as such, you know. They, and my family is quite uh, liberal in that uh, way. Um, but others... Uh, you know, I think people are scared of unknown or, you know, and also it comes back to patriarchy, right? Mm. So being queer or being lesbian, you know, when you're a lesbian. And I, yesterday I was talking to some people where I said that, you know, uh, I was talking about IVF, you know, mm. uh, that a friend of mine is planning to have a child. And I mentioned that the, you know, man is optional nowadays, you know, husband. You know, because you can buy sperm, you know, mm. and to be asked, if you ask modern women, you know, if you specifically were Indian modern women, and then if your husband, you know, be, you know, smart and outgoing, but at, you know, work 95 job and come home and put on the TV and sit over there expecting the wife who also have a job and come back and take care of a child and make food for that, you know, husband. You know, modern women will say that no, I don't need a husband. Mm. Right. Yeah. If I, 
could have a child by getting some sperm, I would just have a child. And that is going on anywhere. Another 20, uh, 10 years, it will be common over here too, right? Mm. So, so my point is that uh, new ideas, people are scared. Patriarchy, coming back to patriarchy. If you think, you know, if you think that men are optional, I'm sure that I'll get uh, quite a lot of hate email <laughs> messages, right? But, but it's come to patriarchy, period, you know? Mm. If you talk to your Aita sometimes, the Aita could be more, when I'm in Spain, saying in Assamese, Aita means... Aita grandmother. means grandmother, yeah. <laughs> For yeah. the people who don't know, yeah. So sometimes they are more extractive. My, my Pehi, who is my aunt, mm. is a physically challenged, you know, woman who did uh, graduate and work, you know, though she is physically challenged. Mm. She is quite open-minded. She's 70 plus and she's quite open-minded. She knows, in fact, she surprised me saying that she knows about bisexuality and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. She's quite open-minded. Mm -hmm. So it comes back to, again, you know, where are you from? In fact, sometimes in your villages, women, uh, you know, or, or sometimes men, seem to be more open-minded than these most educated uh, people. Mm, nice. Okay, so I want to talk about the film right now. Uh, how did you end up becoming a filmmaker, sir? Because you have been doing so many other work, like activist work and all. And uh, how did you get interested in filmmaking? Um, I I can't say that I was interested in filmmaking. I didn't know anything about filmmaking or anything such. Okay. Uh, but I happened to go to Islam. Okay. And I wanted to meet Asmi's uh, Hijra. And the first time I met Asmi's Hijra, and then I... Okay, uh, let me stop uh, you right here, sir. Actually, uh, for viewers, many people get confused between Hijras and trans men. They think that both are same, but both are different, right? For viewers, can you tell them that what exactly is the difference? So, I am trans. Hmm. But I'm not Hijra. Hmm. Right? So... Transgender is a big term. It's an umbrella. All right. And more and more people are now opening about their sexual preferences and stuff like that. And there's more terms have come, mm. you know, under the transgender, mm. right? But transgender, transgender mean what? You transition from one to other. Mm. I was born in a female body and now I am uh, identified as a man. That's how I portray myself. So, um, Similarly, for uh, so for transgender, there will be. I was born as female, now I portray as male. So similarly, there will be people who are born as uh, male, but they would like to portray themselves as a female. They see themselves mm -hmm. as female. Mm -hmm. Okay, so those are transgender. So Hijra is a sect within the trans women community. Not all trans women are Hijras either. All right, and uh, Hijra is a sect of trans women community but they're more visible so people when you say trans they often connect with hijra but that's not correct okay so let's come back to your story so you had visited some slums to uh, find some hijras yeah then continue please ask me okay. i mean because when first time when i met hijra was in my college days in gujarat okay and i saw them and i realized that there's something common between me and them but i didn't know what I didn't realize that time, but I knew that there's something common, okay? Because it takes time also, and that time because I didn't know anybody like me, so I did not know 
you know, but I just knew that I didn't feel okay in my own body, you know, I knew that. Uh, but I couldn't put it, I couldn't articulate it. I couldn't, you know, but I saw his rose and I know something is different and something similar. Mm. So I also had the same thing. I also thought that um, transgender mean his rose. All right. So I did not want it, you know, and for me, I was ignorant, of course. And I thought that, you know, his rose mean, you know, beggars or prostitutes. And I didn't want it to connect with that, my own ignorance. But so I denied that. In fact, I denied when lots of people asked me if I'm transgender. My friend knew before I, you know, I did. So, uh, but I denied that. But finally, I, when I accepted myself, and then I could have more empathy or compassion. So when I went to the um, slum and when I met this Assamese woman, and she said she is Mohanto Mani. So Mohanto is a, you know, Great person. No, class of uh, Assamese community, right? So Mohanta, yeah, surname. Yeah, so he said, I am my Mohanta Manu, how can I work for others? That's what he said. Like, I'm Mohanta, how can I work for others? That's why he didn't do uh, farming. Though he had 10 bigas of land in the village. Mm. So that was an eye-opening point for me, you know? Mm. So you don't mind being prostitute, but you cannot work as a farmer, mm. you know? So I was just thinking about that. And, uh, and in the evening, I happened to meet uh, Prakash in a wedding. Mm. And uh, I was just reflecting the days, you know, my experience. And, you know, I was when he said that he writes script and he's involved with the movie, the movie industry. So I said, that, why don't you make something documentary? I thought 30 minutes documentary about Asmus Hizra tell the story. Mm. But he said he'd love to. It's his also dream from childhood, but he wanted to make a piece of me. Mm. So nice. I was thinking like I took early retirement. I said that, you know, I cannot produce, you know, this whole movie. He said, uh, uh, so I thought that I'll talk to two, three other people. Maybe three of us can, you know, produce a movie. But nice. everybody bailed out. And uh, for me, um, I believe, you know, if I give a word that I like to keep my word as much as possible, that's important to me. And then, um, and also to see Prakash and how genuinely he was interested and he was putting 100% in it. So I love to, I like people who really take things seriously because I am also a serious person and, uh, you know, to give 100% to something. The result is not in our hands. But when you try, you can put 100%, mm. you know. And I don't see that often. I do not see that often in Assam. And I get very frustrated, you know, when people say, like, yeah, I'll do it. Yeah, you know, sorry. They do not mean sorry. When you mean sorry, sometimes you won't, won't even say sorry. You just mm. show it by your accent that, you know, you are 100% when you mean sorry, right? Otherwise, casual, casual attitude. Yes. So mm. I saw that he was really honestly want to do this. So I wanted to keep my word. Nice. So that's why, that's so why the movie happened. Are you, are you back from US permanently or are you still there? Yeah. Uh, no, I'm still there. Okay. You know, generally, my uh. plan was that, you know, uh, I moved to US 
very early in my life uh-huh. and in us is become my I mean minneapolis is become my second home because that's where i came out i came out as a trans and my friend over there become my family also extended mm-hmm. family mm-hmm. all right and i'm also very still very uh what do you call strong assamese all right my values are assamese and i'm you know um and initially it was difficult because uh minneapolis where i live is very uh, polite they call minneapolis minnesota nice they like to be nice and for them to see me i have i don't know anything about diplomacy and i am very on the face and i tell and sometimes it was too much for people also i lost quite a lot of friends too so called friends uh, because they did not uh, know how to deal with my directness all right but it took years and those people who stuck with me they become you know they become my family you know when i did transitioning i actually did not tell anybody my surgeries and all my friend in us took care of me you know they make my breakfast and lunch and you know fold at my clothes and you know clean my house and that's not generally common in america mm-hmm. you know, american are very formal all right they, you know they will even when your mom give you lunch or dinner they will say thank you mom you know very formal place and for them to come and help me out you know uh, <laughs> and opening their heart um i i am very fiery person i can i write you know red and orange and i am fiery and i like to cook and i like to open my doors and you know i like to um, make a place lively and i feel that you know, life is short right yes short. very short anything can happen anytime yes and uh, and i have lots of love uh not necessarily i have a particular person right now the job job position is vacant right now so but that just because i do not have a partner doesn't mean that i shouldn't love people right mm. i do not want to carry my love with me to my dead bed right it will mm. be very heavy so mm. i like to share it i share it by cooking having community dinners and you know connecting people and um, so and i cook so so i open my door and i have community every any every month previously i used to do it um, every week long time back but that stopped but now it's uh, once mm-hmm. a month i used to do it so so america is my home it make me sad of thinking uh, living america also in minneapolis i said there also i have a organization called out in the backyard i started out in the backyard get 10 years of my life you know there but the fact is i was serving the rich you know top 2% of the you know world right so then when you go deeper and when you try to find like what is really meaningful notice is dearest to me you know and i see how 40 girls from dhamaji being sold every month how which hunting is prevalent how you know child marriage is also prevalent how flood is happening every year right and i love notice i love simplicity people over here are simple because of your love to northeast you are doing so many projects here and that is one of the reason why i asked you are you actually still living in the us or planning to completely uh, move to assam and do your work here so anajori so, being one of your current project right 
Yes. Uh, so, so even when I'm in US, mm. I actually every day work for Assam. I get call all the time. So even if I live in US, I'm just physically in US. Mentally, but yeah. All the time I'm connected to Assam and working with young leaders from Assam and you know youth from Assam. So I go back because I still miss, you know, I have house there, I have my dogs and my friends and my animals and all that things there. Mm. Uh, and I have built a community there. You know, they mm. have opened their heart to me, you know. I cannot just leave them. You know, I also bring, want to bring them over here too. So I'm trying to do that. And quite a lot of my friends, you know, they have come and they will come. And quite a few friends also working with my project. And Azori, they're working from the U.S. and trying to help. Uh, so I, I feel that my lifetime is short, you know, I don't know how long I live and COVID is coming and anyway, anybody can die. So, but I want that the Anazori, not only that's my vision, there are some, you know, the knowledge and in a certain way, America is ahead in certain ways, certain ways. And I, we can also learn from America's mistake, many mistakes, right? So I want them to know my friend, Assam. So I organized a fundraiser called Huadi Brahmaputra Meets the Mississippi. And okay, we nice. showcase our culture and uh, we uh, cook Indian food and, you know, combine up two things, you know, and of course we raise funds for various things in Assam. So, and similarly, Assam also has quite a lot of things to give, you know, our indigenous food, our silk and our, you know, art and craft, and, uh, you know, our openness and our synthesity, you know, uh, people are very, uh, uh, people are independent, bring isolation. Okay, more you become independent, more you are isolated. More you are isolated, quite often you may have depression. Mm. Okay, so depression is quite common in the US because people are alone. So I want them to come over here, come. Yeah, nice. let's adopt the village, you know, you know. So that's what through Anajori you are creating awareness. I, I can see that there are some webinars that you do, right? Yes. So is that what you are doing? The, I got your mission there and but what yes. exactly so, is the working model? So Anajori is, Anajori means unconditional love. Right. Right. Because the unconditional love for not is I'm back, mm. right? So what my vision, our vision now is that we want to create an Assam or Prajudispur, you know, in a old way, because I, uh, you know, this whole Northeast uh, to be the best place in India. Mm. We want to create that, you know, where people said, let's go, instead of saying that, oh, let's go to Bangalore or Bombay, Delhi, you know, you will be said, oh, let's work in Assam. Let's come because we have so much of greenery and we have so much of local product. You know, you know, many people think, oh, we do not have big company. Who wants those big companies? Because if we have those big companies, that means rich will become richer, poor become poor. Very true. What we had Assam, I realized that what we had in Assam was perfect. We did not want too many rich people, too many too poor people. We want middle class people. Financial equality. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We do not want those big, big towers and tall towers. We do not want those big, big uh, downtown. Mm. You know, more downtown, more slums. Let's have this Assam where we had more Assam type homes and every household had some flowers and a little pond. You know, we let's take care of ourselves. 
let's take care of let's have only those what we need to stop being greedy and go after you know uh, western culture without really knowing about that let's not go after the apples and you know you know lexus and you know mercedes you know our maruti car was good enough right uh, so because it creates more greed and more difference more stress people are running after more and more material stuff when when are we going to say enough enough is enough you know for me it was really uh, great when i thought that you know whatever money i have it's actually enough i don't need more i can live my rest of my life with whatever i have earned let's time to give back to others right nice you know i studied did engineering have you know had experience quite a lot in my life let's share the knowledge let's create more leaders right because my friend always used to say that because he he is quite uh, he's my mentor too and uh, he always said that if i only become rich then i have to always feed you who will go on feeding you all the time mm. i want you also to be rich so that you also invite me and mm. feed me mm. and i really nice. i agree with that because if everybody has a basic you know then um, then it's more uh, what do you call more friends and more community in much better now i see gohati over here people clean their house and just throw the garbage in the front right but if you all took care of you know our garbages our street dogs and our street animals you know and let's take ownership no this is let's claim it that this is assam this is my assam this is our assam let's love assam i think love sir uh, you told about this throwing garbage outside i think this is a mindset issue because i, I just remembered one incident uh, you know atm machines i was in one of the atm machines uh, there was a dustbin where you basically throw the shit that you get from the machine yeah. and uh, i literally took a photograph of also also of it half of the chits were outside the dustbin even further away from the dustbin so basically it was even easier to throw in the dustbin but people half of the people decided to throw outside the dustbin so i think this is really a fundamental mindset issue people have to you know change from the mind we cannot just force them to uh, you know change change and uh, that's what and it's also a difference because people have made a boundary in their mind that this is my house that is not mine this is mine that is not mine this is my car that is not my car this is my area that is not my area so when you differentiate between yours and somebody else's then you tend to uh, you know take care of only your property and think that everything is dirty yeah the last thing that i want to know from you is that see you have we all have to agree that there are a lot of social work that that has to be done and there are also a lot of people in assam who know that they can contribute in one or the other way or some or the other social activities but they are not aware of their or they are not getting a means to how they can contribute they want to do something but they do not know how to contribute so what what suggestions do you have for those kind of youth yeah first thing i'll say that listen to our webinars in anajori that's mm -hmm. what we're trying to do all right mm -hmm. we in, initially we had in between we have every day webinars seven days 
because mm. our goal was to promote our local leaders. All right. When I say local leaders, means somebody who is genuinely doing something. They may be taking care of animals, or they may be working on, you know, entrepreneurship. They are working on uh, farming, for example. You know, we Assamese eat so much, so much of fish. Only one third of fish is produced in Assam. Two thirds come from outside with all these germs and all the chemicals. You know, start with small pond, mm. and you listen to us or you you know follow us. We'll tell you where to start. To start a business, not necessary. You always need lots of money. That's a misconception. You need to know where your heart is, what you want to do, and you have to have this passion. You know, of course, and you have to find out some mentor. We can connect you to the mentor. You know, we have working on education. We are working on healthcare and uh, elder care. We are working on art and craft. We are working on gender and sexuality. We are working on animal welfare. Working on entrepreneurship, farming, environment. You know, all this topic, and we are inviting all these people who are doing good in Assam. And slowly, slowly, we are trying to initially we try to cover big cities like Guwahati and Dibrugarh and Jorhat and Tejpur. Now and now, now it is more and more people we are getting. We are getting intern. We are looking for interns. So if somebody wants to join, they can be intern with us, or except that we expect them to be with us for at least for three months. Mm -hmm. We will mentor them. We will help them. You know, to you know, we will interview also to know what is their interest is, so that we can align with their interest. If they're interested in doing thing for animal, then we'll connect them to people who are working in animal. And right now, for example, we have people from uh, Gulaghat and Dekiazili. So we are saying that you know, you guys will be the leaders in your area. Find out who are the people doing good work. And through you, we want to learn about Gulaghat and Dekiazili. We want to know what is happening. We want to know each people who are doing good work in that area, whether it can be, you know, either they're really good entrepreneur or they are, and when I say entrepreneur, I mean fair trade, you know, doing, not only doing good for yourself, you're doing good for the community. And, uh, you know, you may be working on education or women empowerment or whatever it might be. We want to know. Sir, anybody watching right now, if they want to contact Anna Jodi, so can I have some link or something so that I can put below in the video or if you have oh, any sure. contact number? Yeah, we can give you the Facebook link of Anna Jodi, you know. So if you send either Facebook link or we can give you email, you can contact us by email or Facebook. Then I'll put those links in the video below so that Definitely. whoever is interested Definitely. can contact you. Yeah, and we were looking for interns. An intern could be anybody, could be an older person or younger person, or as long as nowadays, as long as you have computer, you know, or self, you know, cell phone, you can do lots of research. If you are a lawyer, we need lots of lawyers so that we can, um, we can, we also want to bring people together. We want all the animal welfare people come together mm -hmm. because we need few basic things. You know, Delhi, for example, you have a cremation ground. We don't have any cremation ground for animals, right? Uh, we don't have 24-hour hotline. We do not have an ambulance. We do not have a shelter. And we have to make the uh, state government responsible, right? You know, you cannot just take uh, uh, license fees for a uh, horse car. And when the horse is old, who is taking care of the horse? The owner is leaving the horse on the street and poor horse, whole life he worked and now he is in the street. What is uh, the government doing about this? And they had to collected the uh, you know license fees, right? 
So we have to make the government also accountable, right? Mm. So right. basically we have to let people accountable also. People should know their right, right to know act. There's a right to know act, you know? You have to know what is, you know, even women should know when there's a sexual violence happening to them because some people do not even know. They think that's happening, that's not a sexual violence. So through Anajuri, we are also trying to talk about, you know, all this taboo subject, which people generally don't talk. You know, we are not trying to create Lakshmi. We are trying to create Saraswati or Durga. All right. We also want men to be more, uh, uh, what do you call it? No, they should have more knowledge about their privilege. You know, so more accountable of their action. So as long as we know our rights and as long as we are accountable, then slowly, slowly things will change. So that's what we are trying to create. Nice. So all I said, it was great talking to you. And uh, I hope, uh, you know, more and more youth join Anajori. And also people should definitely watch the movie, uh, your Junaki uh, Porwa. Uh, I think that is available. The link it's available on some site, and they can find on YouTube also the trailer. They can find on YouTube, right? Yes. Have you seen the movie? Uh, I am actually yet to see it today. I am going to ah, see it because we just spoke last night, sir. So I thought of okay. seeing the movie, but again, I also wanted to do some research about you. So I thought, let me spend the time doing research. I am going to so, watch it tonight. So the movie is in Magic Chain, <laughs> as that. you know. Um, uh, you know, we are. This is the first time uh, production. Mm. And unless and until I get the, move, the investment out, I cannot produce another movie. Now, uh, we want to make various movies addressing various social issues, mm. you know. So we, and this is, uh, you know, we are doing it online platform. It, our movie got selected in 21 International Film Festival. Yes, All right. Uh, we really need your help. I hope that you, uh, you will see the movie. Give us feedback. It is in Movie Chains. Um, I'll send you the link and please see the movie. Give us your uh, reviews. Sure, sure. I'll put the link of the movie also below. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you, sir. Great talking to you. Thank you.